Hi, Tika. I'm Ariana. I'm the digital director for Oprah Mag, and I am the host this evening. So nice to meet you via Zoom screen situation. We're so happy to yeah. have you. You look beautiful, by the way, in this yellow. You are skin popping. I love it. You know, I had to get cute for y'all. Felt like I was going on a date. <laughs> <laughs> what is cocktail first before I like start asking our special guest questions? I want to just do a quick little cheers, everybody. Oh, cheers! Cheers! I'm cheers. Water. Yeah, hour. everyone needs their drink in hand. So, cheers, y'all. Thank you, Tika, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sending uh, this great makers uh, to me to make a drink. Thanks. It looks official. Um, so for, it is good. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read just a little bit of a bio on you, just for anyone who. First of all, when I was reading your bio, there were just so many things. I was like, she wasn't that, and she was in that too. Like you've done so much. Um, so anyone who needs a refresher, I'm just gonna real quick read my little bio on Tika. Um, so you guys probably most likely recognize um, Tika most recently as Alicia Johnson on um, Mixish, the spinoff of Blackish. She's amazing in that. She also most recently was Annie Wachowski in Sonic the Hedgehog alongside James Marsden and Jim Carrey, which came out in February. And for anyone who has not seen her for Mad Seasons on OWN, Tyler Perry's The Haves and Have Nots, she's, she's amazing in that as well. She's also been in many products, including Old Man and the Gun. She played Michelle Obama in Southside with You. Um, and she also was in some throwbacks like Gossip Girl in the game. So she's been she's been doing this for for a minute now. Um, so we're so happy to have you. I just want to start by asking, how are you doing? What is your kind of quarantine situation? And tell us a little bit about how the last few months have been for you. Okay, so the first two weeks, it was like, Oh, great, I need I need a moment. Anyway, you know, I just finished working, you know, eight months on Mixish, And I was like, great, I never have time for, you know, I miss Ella's bedtime sometimes or just having time with Nick. And then it was like, when it was extended, I, a few times I think I couldn't get out of bed. I was like depressed a little bit because uh, I, I, I'm an introvert anyway. So I thought, oh, I could do this. But then I realized, oh my God, I need human connection like in real life. And so, um, you know, now I feel like I, I got the gist of this all, you know, and I have an amazing partner. Um, so I feel like he's a lot, I've been, it's crazy because it's the situation of feeling busier than ever, but you can't really go outside. And that's because people are actually like moving projects forward. Writers are right, getting in scripts and just different things that I'm doing. So I've never been busier, including launching um, a new, you know, uh, business, but like, it's all been a little crazy, but exciting. So it's also taken my mind off of what is, uh, but I also kind of learned to just be still, you know? A few people, we, we were asking uh, members of Hearst Black Culture group for questions. And a lot of people wanted to know more about your business and you know the backstory of why you launched it and also the podcast. So tell us a little bit about that and what it's been like, you know, being launching something during this time. Well, Sugarberry um, is my, uh, a lifestyle brand where I made it for brown mamas, um, brown black mamas who uh, are at, it's about motherhood, it's the intersection of motherhood, career development, and um, it's about community really. You know, I 
had an idea three years ago and when I had, was pregnant with Ella and I just felt like black motherhood, every time I looked around, it was about death, doom and destruction. And there was no real love in it. It felt like there was no, well, that was, that was put out there visually to me. Um, it, we weren't granted the same uh, care as everybody else, I felt like. And even though there are some, you know, statistics about whether it's maternal death or all that stuff, there's also a joy to motherhood. And it all felt about surviving rather than thriving. And I just felt like I wanted, I didn't understand why there wasn't just like one space for that, you know, and I was like, this is either a crazy idea or it's um, exciting idea. And I just wanted a place where I didn't have to mine at other people's sites. Although, you know, you can't, we're, we're going to continue to look at other people's sites and things like that. But I just wanted to create a community where I saw people who look like me, people who look like my baby, you know, um, and there are specific things that are within the black community that I just felt like I wanted to have a shorthand with. Um, and my experience with pregnancy was just different than maybe other people. So I just felt like I wasn't the only one. And then I presented this idea to my partner, Ty Randolph, who is a co-president at LOL, which is Kevin Hart's company. And she actually came to the meeting to tell me, don't start a media company. It's too hard. Like just save your money. And actually she said she was so compelled by what I was saying that she said, I, she just recently had a child and she had a very hard time getting pregnant and all this stuff. She's already talked about this on the podcast, but she said, I want this community. This is, and not only that, like black women over index in everything, not only are we the culture creators, but I mean, we're 7% of the population, but by 40% of baby food, we, we, we are the buyers, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I just felt like brands weren't really um, talking to black mothers the, the, the way they should. And I wanted to give them that opportunity. And so we wanted to build a place where there was community constant in commerce. And out of that grew the sugar, which Stitcher came to us in the very beginning. They've been very supportive of us. They love this idea where even if you're not a mother and you are thinking about it and dipping your toe in it, or you're like an auntie and you're like, I'm good, but I do have a goddaughter or I do have, you know, some, some, you know, um, nieces and nephews that I, that I love or a friend's child or whatever. We want it just, we wanted a sweet place where we can finally just indulge in motherhood and be cared for and be seen. So we launched it literally the day after we got the stay at home order, which was insane. Cause at that point I was like, God, was that your voice? Cause uh, I, I might've mistaken this. And so we launched and it actually has, there's been great traction and um, a lot of interest by brands and things like that. So and also just the amazing guests we have on, you know, and I just wanted to also be able to talk about things that we don't get to talk about, like our vaginas sometimes, you know what I mean? Like all these things are sex after a certain age or just all these things that are so sometimes taboo to us, you know, uh, where we talk about it in secret or it's like, ooh, I can't say my child's a terrorist because that's not what it looks like for a black mother to say it, you know what I mean? And so basically it's, all about letting us all off the hook to be who we are and, and say, you're doing just fine, mama. And that's how Sugarberry and the Sugar came about. <laughs>
love this so much. I don't have kids. I'm in the godmother auntie category where I'm like, that's not my life yet. But just the fact that I even like, I'm thinking about so many moms I know that I'm like, I would love to send this to her because I feel like, like, that's not something that I feel like we've been encouraged to really like, like you said, the, even just the idea of indulging in motherhood, I feel like is not something that black women have the liberty or have felt like they had the liberty to do. So I feel like the fact that you are, you know, you just took, took that and created that community is such, you know, is so great. And I think even just this group HBC that we created for ourselves at Hearst, it was like, we felt like, you know, we weren't seeing ourselves enough represented in certain spaces. And so we kind of tried to take it upon ourselves to be like, no, like, this is just for us. This is a place for us to feel seen. So I just love seeing anytime, you know, any of us can do that for us. Um, Thank you. So, so kudos to you, girl. Um, Thank you, girl. But also, so I know we talked about, you know, you talked about motherhood and you play a mom on a, you know, a major sitcom right now. So I'm curious what your experience has been like playing um, Alicia on Mixed Dish and, you know, what you've learned from playing that character about your own journey in motherhood. Um, that I would never let my kids talk back to me the way they do on the show. No. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good one. Because there have been moments I've been looking at the writers like, now you know, right? <laughs> They're like, no, we didn't know. I'm like, yeah, you know, uh-uh. And so, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, on the, the premise of the show is that these kids are mixed, right? And so... What I love about this show and what I love about my character is she is a fully realized human being. You know, she's not all just about her kids, but she's a careerist herself and getting back into the marketplace of being a lawyer and uh, the finale was about her actually becoming partner at this firm, the first black partner in the state. And so, and it's, she's always about like creating change and um, pushing the needle forward. So I love that this character, and then also just like someone who looks like me, who's my skin color, I'm coming from a different perspective than, you know, my kids who are going to have some sort of privilege, right, in some situations um, um, with who they are. So I love that we're able to kind of combine the two experiences and make like a beautiful thing out of it, and including my husband who is played by Mark Paul Gosler, who used to be uh, Zach Morris on Save uh, Bell, which I was. Zach Morris was my first TV crush, girl. So you, you're living girl. the dream. You live in the dream. Girl, I girl, I wanted to be Lisa Turtle so bad. I was. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so yeah. Um. It's been fantastic, you know, and and I also feel like the conversations that we have on the show is literally conversations we're having at home. You know, my fiance is white and my child is mixed and, you know, she's going to have a different experience. And so sometimes I'm like, Oh, I should take this script home. Cause this is what I'm going to say, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm just happy that I'm, I've been granted the privilege to be on this show and, and tell a story, you know, that so many people live, but also just tell the experience of a black mother. We, um, we're going to ask some questions from everybody else in the group in a little bit, but Christine Daly, and is Christine here? I don't know. Yeah, I see her. Yeah, Christine, do you want, did you want to ask your question? Cause it's kind of related your question about advice for interracial relationships. It's like, it fits perfectly. So Tika, thank you for joining us. But I, my question was, how much did your own life play in developing the role of Alicia? And what advice would you give to young Black women who are in inter interracial relationships? 
Well, I mean, my life was my life before the show. So it was, you know, I think I got to create the character and dig deeper. Um, and also like, you know, and a lot of these shows, you know, actors are mostly hired hands unless they came on as a producer, right? But the difference with this show is any input that I have, and it's usually real input, some actors and some producers, you know, you hear about giving notes about things just for the sake of hearing themselves talk. For me, you know, when I say something, I'm like, this is just not what somebody like me would like do because this is actually my real situation or just in the way my mom raised me, you know? Uh, and they really take that seriously. And um, my, my critiques or my opinions actually hold value there. And they've changed a lot of things because of it. So I think as the story went on, like after episode six or seven, I knew who she was, you know, because I think at that point, writers are trying to figure out who they are, who this person is too. And then you find your own voice and then you find your own flavor. And then you like, I'm like, oh, like one time, I don't know if you guys saw it, but like Alicia thinks she can dance, but she can't. She's like offbeat. And so I wanted to show the quirkiness of like, not all black girls can do, you know, the Megan Thee Stallion dance. I still can't do it, but like I can, I'm on beat. But like, you know, she's not on beat. And so she did the snake like really stiff. And so then they were like, oh my God, we love that. Like that's where, and then I was like, oh, well, Bo, you know, is kind of quirky, you know? And so she gets this kind of thing from her mom, you know? So I just started instilling all these um, different things into my character. And then I guess for people who are dating interracially, I don't think anybody sets out, I mean, I'm sure some people do, but I don't think anybody sets out and says, like, I never set out to be like, ooh, I want to date a white man. Ooh, this is gonna be so easy, you know? <laughs> and somehow my blackness is gonna, I think some people think when you're dating interracially, your blackness just fades away and nobody sees you as black anymore. That's just not what happens, you know? And, you know, I think you obviously have to go into it with the, the love that you, I actually just fell in love with this guy and it was literally a guy and a girl who fell in love and created a baby, you know? And I think you just gotta be in it all for the right reasons so that when you do have challenging times, cause there will be challenging times, you guys both come from very different places and not everybody is for you in that way anyway, you know? Um, not everybody wants to see you <laughs> and that person together, whoever it is, it doesn't just have to be a white person. And it could be family challenge, what challenging for your family challenging for so many things but I think you guys have to know who you are like in any relationship um that can happen but I think you know especially in the world we live in today I think it could be really tough and but you know Nick and I are just like we're best friends I have his back he has my back and that, that we're love is really love and we created a beautiful human being and I would never change it, it I would never change a thing about it so I think you just have to be strong in your relationship oh, that was so sweet Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was thinking, I wanted to ask you what are some things during the quarantine that have been kind of helping you get through and uplift you. But one thing that came to mind was um, I watched Michelle Obama's Becoming documentary like three times already. And I, I wanted to know if you had seen it yet since you played her in South Side with you. And if you haven't, please tell me you're going to watch it. Oh, I'm going to watch it. I have not seen it yet, y'all. But I'm going to, I wanted to finish the book first and then. And I wanted to watch it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just wanted to get like all the details and then I wanted to watch it, but I definitely have to watch it. Um, 
what has been uplifting me? Actually, I just subscribed to the Criterion collection, which is like old films, right? I'm talking silent films, talk to, to the, you know, the golden times of Hollywood to Oscar Michelle, you know, um, his first films. And I am just, I wish I had more time to like delve, but like I've been watching interviews with like Charles Burnett, um, uh, to, who, who created, who, who filmed uh, To Sleep With Anger, which is like a classic. I've just been discovering the history of us. And it is so exciting because I feel like they're our ancestors. And I just feel like I, we stand on the shoulders of giants who literally had so little to work with, but figured it out. And so um, it just, I don't know, it just pushes me to be grateful for all of the, the, things that I have now to create and to, to, to push, you know, the needle forward. I love that so much. Cause when I've, I've written about this before, you know, working in magazines, a lot of times when I'm around a lot of white people and they'll always be like, you know, have you seen, um, Citizen Kane? And like, you know, the class, and I'm like, my classes are like love and basketball and mahogany. And like, I just feel like we all have, we have such different ideas of like what classic films are considered. And yeah. I feel like for me, I definitely sometimes want to like kind of go back more in the archives and like discover some of those older classic films that everyone considers classics. But I feel like for me, um, you know, I think a lot of it is really cultural and it's like, what are the films that you were raised on that were important to you and to your family? So that, that seems like a really good like quarantine activity when you run out of other stuff to do. Yeah. Well then, also, but then also, I'm also looking at 90 Day Fiance, y'all. Let's keep it real. That's like one of my favorites. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm just obsessed with that show. I don't know if anybody else is, but I, I, I'm obsessed. I got, I dragged Nick into it too. He's like, he used to be like, what are you watching? I'm like, 90 Day Fiance. Now he's like, we're like two old people. We're like, our program is on. Oh, okay. Mika said, I think it's Mika said, yes, I love that show. See, she got it. She understood. <laughs> I'm gonna, because everyone's been telling me to watch that show. So can I just start with the new season? Do I need to like go back and watch previous seasons? Like. Um, how do I get caught up? Let me tell you something. That show is so popular. They made spinoffs to right. like the like the <laughs> start with the beginning, and then you know you just got a lot long way to catch up, which is great because I mean, if you have a whole Saturday to just chill out and do nothing, go for it. I love it. Um, okay, I'm gonna open it. <laughs> yeah, you need to watch all of them. <laughs> I'm gonna watch all of them. I, I have the time, so I might as well. Um, I'm going to open it up to everybody for questions, but first I, this is so random, but I was, I was a stan of the game. Like the game was my favorite show when it was on. I love that show. Do you think like, would you ever do a re a reboot? Do you think that that's something like, that's one of the shows that they are talking about rebooting? Cause I would love it. I, I would be here for it. Oh my gosh. I would so be here for it. I would love for Jenna, my character to come back. Um, and like, you know, I, I, I love the game. I think it's such a cultural, you know, phenom and like Mar Rocka Keel created it and Salima Keel. So I don't know, I, I, I'd be happy to like come back and do a few episodes if they uh, rebooted it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good show. It does not get enough credit, I feel like. Yeah, I actually just started rewatching it. I just put that in the chat. I just started rewatching the game. <laughs> really? And I was like, Duran, it was so selfish. I didn't realize how selfish he was. For <laughs> all, so like, selfish. Oh, no. But they, but they were all actually kind of selfish. They were all athletes, right? Yeah. So, you know. mm -hmm. 
Um, okay, so we had a couple questions from our, my fellow HBC members. Um, Angel, I don't know if Angel's here. I know she's, I think she's on mute, but Angel had a good question. Angel, can you hear us? Oh, she's there. Well, Angel's question, she was- Yes, I'm here. I just have a very bad re allergic reaction. So no video today, but hi, Tika. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Angel, hey, about what, hey. she, what she's learned about herself. So I wanted to, to know if you wanted to ask her that one. Yes. So um, this is not only Gemini to Gemini, but a June 20th to June 20th question. We share a birthday. Oh my God. So, yes, we are, girl. But I wanted to ask you, um, you know, th this quarantine has taught me a lot about patience. Um, but I'm sure it's done the same for you, especially being a mom, a new mom. Um, but I wanted to know if there was anything that you learned or realized about yourself in quarantine that you hadn't really realized before this season started. Anything that I learned about myself? Um, that I'm a workaholic, uh, outside and inside, mm -hmm. and that... I need to just take a break, you know, and mm -hmm. just spend time, like whether it's doing nothing. I've been really, like they talk about self-care, like I've been getting on a real schedule for myself, whether it's going to bed earlier. So I, I just learned that I need to care in order to help my family, I need to feed myself, you know, in every way. And in order to just be creative and and go and have the energy to play with my daughter and all those good things i just need to make sure i'm taken care of so i've just been trying to get on a routine i quit literally mm -hmm. every single like if i'm like oh i'm gonna do this exercise for this amount of time i'm like i just love to walk literally i just love to walk outside mm -hmm. and i'm in new york i mean in la so i get to just go outside and walk but like so I've just been going to bed super early. Usually I'm a night owl. Um, I, st I could stay up till 3 a.m. just up. But I was like, I'm gonna start going to bed at 10. Started going to bed at 10, waking up earlier. And then like, I'm like, if I do anything extra outside of like walking, then that's a plus. But if I don't, so I think just not putting pressure on myself um, mm -hmm. to do all the things, you know, but enough to take care of myself. So. From that, I've just learned how to take care of me and really um, the aspect of like creating some sort of schedule for myself, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you. And happy early birthday, girlfriend. Girl, happy. Girl, we'll be <laughs> in house now. I heard oh, no. <laughs> I heard Gemini season's going to be crazy, so good luck, y'all. <laughs> Um, Brittany, Brittany Tucker is here. Brittany, I liked your question, so wanted to know if you wanted to ask Miss Sumter. Absolutely. Hey, thank you for joining us, first of all. Thank you. Um, over the course of our lives, we received lots of advice. Uh, what was one of, one piece of advice that you received that changed your perspective and had an overall beneficial impact on your goal setting process or choices as it relates to your career? Jeez, Brett. <laughs> Sorry, a little deep. <laughs> oh my God, I'm <laughs> We dive right in, you know, let's go. <laughs> um, you know, I think my mom always has the best advice for me. Um, and I'm becoming like my mom because my mom 
says thing, you know, you know all the sayings, like the this she always says the saying all wrong, like I'm gonna say it now, but I remember her saying something like, you know, when you with a fish, like take out the meat, eat the meat and throw away the bones, right? So one day I came from a class in New York one time and you know, I went to one of those acting classes where they have to, they break you down as an actor and then like build you back up. So they make you feel like you don't know what you're doing. And this is after I've already started working. And so I caught, and I remember crying, coming out of the class crying. And my mom's like, I call my mom and I'm like, mom, have you been lying to me? Am I a bad actor? Like, you know, and she's like, Tika, girl, let me tell you something. You take what you need out of that class and you throw away the rest because you don't want somebody making dysfunction where there is none, right? And so I kind of taken that everywhere I've gone. Like, it's given me confidence. Like, every piece of advice is not for me. Everything that this person says, whether you're a celebrity, whether you're an expert or whatever, it's not all for me. So I take it, I take away what I need and then I throw away the rest. And so that's kind of been helpful in like, you know, and I feel like my, my journey has been so different in a lot of ways. Like, um, I'm here for longevity. It's like, I, I, the great thing about being in New York also before all the social media and stuff was like, I just had blinders on and I was just about to work and I just wanted to work. And so, you know, my mom really pushed that forward with just seeing how she raised us and how she was a single mom for a very long time. And so she just freaking did it. She, she made a dollar out of 15 cents, literally. And so I feel like I can literally do anything because of that. Like, I feel like goals, I feel like anything that I literally put my mind to and, and they, I can figure it out because there have been people with way less who figured it out. So. I love it. That's what I think about my grandma too. It's just like, they put it together and they just make it happen. So. And, and, I mean, we stand on the shoulders of giants, literally. Nope. Thank you. you thank you, B. Um, so our last question that we had was from Sandy. It's a messy one. So Sandy. Oh, I'm, I'm God. Like, okay, Sandy. <laughs> You're messy. Be messy. <laughs> uh, can you see me? I can see you. Perfect. Okay. So who was your favorite leading man for any role you played? And it could be like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, he was the cutest. It could be just yeah. like having fun on set. Like just... Who was my favorite leading man? Um, it has to be between um, James Marsden, because literally we cracked up the entire mm -hmm. time. He's so funny, y'all. Really? Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, he actually reminds me of my fiance because they're like, you know, good looking guys are usually not that funny. Like, they're like, oh, you're cute. You know what I mean? You're cute. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know? But like, there he's actually funny. And then I say Omari was like, mm. you know, at nobody's fool. Like he's just the. He's been my friend for a while. We did Sparkle together, and he's just a dope human being. He's a really thoughtful actor, and he's you know a family man. But he's just a good guy. So those two have been some of my favorites. Oh, that's awesome! Love them yeah. both. Yes. I was secretly hoping for Zach Morris, but it's fine. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, can I tell you this about him like about uh Mark Cohen like he is such an ally with me like any problems I have or anything he's like well we can we can 
go talk about it together with whoever we need to go talk about it with. Let's be on the same page. He's just a super, he's like an ally and he, he's just become a really good friend of mine. And, uh, yeah, we didn't even realize we were the neighbors for like years. So we found that out once we started working together, we live around the corner from each other. I've never seen him in my entire existence here. (laughs) Crazy. Um, Well, we have a fun game. Christine, I think, is going to bring out. We wanted to play, if you're down, a little game of Black Card Revoked. Have you played this game before? Oh, God. And no, I um, I don't know how to play spades, so that's already revoked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, but you know what Black people do? You know what Black people do? They go, do you know how to play spades? And you're like, no. They're like, oh. And then I'm like, Judging. can somebody teach me? Like, no. That's, <laughs> that game is too intense. I know, isn't it? Oh my gosh. You're like slapping cards down. Yeah, and- it's, it is serious. Mine is that I don't, eat, I don't eat wings. I hate chicken wings. So everyone's always like, Ariana. Ariana. Look, you, this is the reaction you get. Hey. <laughs> my whole life. Like fried chicken wings? I just, I have a thing with like bones and like when I'm just. Oh. I just, oh. My mom doesn't like watermelon. I love watermelon. I don't know. But I do. I have met some people who don't like watermelon. So yeah, me too. But no. Oh, okay. Yeah. I look at my mom all the time. She's like, "Don't look at me. I don't like. I don't like what I like." <laughs> thank you, thank you, mom. <laughs> we thought this would be like a cute way to kind of introduce a game um, to celebrate Black culture. Um, so we'll just get into it. First question: um, What does it mean when your hotline blings? Does it a mean your telephone is ringing? B you're making money. C. Someone needs a late. Someone needs late night love. Or D. Drake is on the radio. Drake is on the radio. Finally, right. isn't that his song? It is. Oh, answer is it me. Kind of help you out. I you sure did. Late night love. I started- no, that was my first. That was my first. Um, uh, my intuition said go with C, but I was like, well, isn't that Drake's song? Okay, sorry. It was a trick question. These, the rest aren't like too bad. Um, next question: If fish don't fry in the kitchen, then A, you won't get up that hill. B, you need to take your pills. C, beans don't burn on the grill. Please don't burn on the grill. <laughs> 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 Just give it up that I know that. <laughs> All right, so you're one on one. Um, next question. So he ran off on the plug twice, but you might find him at the Ritz Carlton. Who are we talking about here? Is it A. Gucci Mane? Is it B. Future? C. Yogati or D. Clive? He what? What did he do? <laughs> So he ran off on the plug twice, but you you might find him at the Ritz Carlton. That one's a little hard. Child, I, I'm gonna guess this one because I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I would say, um, is it uh, what's his name? Say the say the names again. So future, Gucci Mane, B. Is it future? No, it's not future. It's actually D. Plies. Child, I don't know what song applies. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was a hard one. I was, that, was, that was a tricky one. I feel like you have to hear the song to understand. Child, I was, I was doing an interview on a radio show. They're like, so what are you listening? I'm like, 
child, I've been listening to the same five songs <laughs> for a year now. <laughs> I listen to like 90s, like, oh my God. I'm the worst with that stuff, so sorry. I'm here for the 90s. Yeah, have you been watching Versus, The Battles? So I, I'm always late because when it happens, I'm putting my daughter to sleep. So I get back on and I'm like, what happened? You know, baby face and that whole situation. I was, so when people say, what are you watching? I think everybody should just say black Twitter. Yeah. Because it, if you want to laugh, just go through that feed. I literally died. And then Jill Scott and um, Erica, yeah. right? It's so good. And with the, the way people were reacting to Nelly's Wi-Fi going out and the last one with Ludacris, I yes. was about to pee myself with the meat. <laughs> I missed that one. Everybody's Wi-Fi seems to be off. Yeah. <laughs> difficulties. But. Well, our, our next question is a, is a music question. It's from the 90s, so hopefully we'll have a little bit better luck with this one. So. Oh, oh, shade. Did <laughs> <laughs> somebody say shady? <laughs> That was a lot of shade there, Christine. <laughs> that was not shade. I was just, you know, I'm, I was leading into the question. Okay, girl. With so much drama in the LBC, who is it hard to be? Is it A, Dr. Dre, B, Lil Wayne, C, Easy E, or D, Snoop Dogg? Uh, with so much drama in the LBC, is trying to hard be a Snoop be a Snoop. There you go. All right, sis. <laughs> you know, if you didn't get that one, we might have not been able to be friends. Like, I was like, she better get that one. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Come on. I might not know mumble rap people, but I do know. <laughs> that might have been shade. <laughs> no, I like it. I like to dance to it. I just don't know what they're saying. I really don't. I hear that. Either. Um, I think most people do. I think they're fudging it. <laughs> it's, it's a term for cutting relaxed hair off to leave only natural hair. Is it A, scissoring, B, hair splitting, C, the big chop, or D, shingling? Wait, cutting, what is it? What's the, what's the question again? It's, it's the term for cutting relaxed hair off to leave only natural hair. Is it A, scissoring, B, hair splitting, C, the big chop, or D, shingling? I would say the big chop. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. I, was like, I did not know there was like an official chop. I, I didn't either, but I would say I've never heard of scissoring, and I know split ending is not that. <laughs> split yeah. end. You got it right. So you were four for five. That was pretty good. See? Yay, I'm still black, guys. <laughs> you still got your black card. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. If anyone else has final questions for Tika, otherwise, I wanted to just know, tell us where we can ca like catch up with you on all the things. Like, where can we get the podcast? Where can we keep up? Like, tell us all of the where to find yous. Okay. Um, so for the Sugar podcast, you can um, listen on the, on Stitcher or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, like Apple or whatever. Make sure you subscribe, and um, it's good for the soul. Uh, so I hope you guys love it. And then Sugarberry.com, um, that's our site. Has some good reads on there. About to get some good video up there. And you can catch me on Instagram at Tika Sumter, and I'm on Twitter at I am Tika Sumter. 
and I'm on Facebook, just at Tika Sumter. So that's where you can find me. What's happening with Mixed Dish and any other projects that you had in the work like with the pandemic? Is anything like on pause as far as filming? Like what, what's kind of like the situation for you right now with new well, projects? Well, we're waiting to hear about Mixed Dish. I think we'll find out like this week uh, if there's a season two. I think there will be. I hope so. Um, but we'll find out this week. And then I'm working with these amazing writers with stuff that was already in development that they just handed in. Um, I'm, uh, I did a show uh, about my mom. She was a corrections officer in New York City uh, in the 80s. And she started off as a secretary raising five kids on $12,000. But it's going to be like funny. And it's all from the view of the kids. Because, you know, you grew up in the same household, but you have different stories. And so it's kind of that perspective. So it's really cool just to see a single mom kind of story. So I'm creating that. And then um, with an amazing writer who was from Mixed Dish. And then um, just working with these great writers, you're going to see some things coming down the pipe soon. So I'm excited. And then Mixed Dish hopefully will be back. And if not, it was great. But if it is, yay. Amazing. Yay. Well, I'm excited for you. Does anyone else have final questions? Oh, please, before you leave us, can you let us know what is your beauty oh. regimen? Because your skin is forever flawless. <laughs> I had a big old pimple the other day that hurt right here. I was so mad. Um, but I, so it's so weird. It's like with the seasons, I have to change my skincare routine because like the seasons change and I don't know, it just doesn't work effectively. So I was using Tatcha. Um, and now I stopped, it's kind of an oil-based cleanser and the toner without any lotion at night in the day. I don't know how it worked. It soaked in my skin and I did not have to put lotion on. But now like something's changed and I just started using this, um, this, this, this uh, cleanser from the Bahamas. Uh, it's called, oh, I gotta get you guys the name. But it's like this three-step process. Um, it's all natural stuff. And my sister put me onto it. And I just been I started using it. And it's been really great. And you know what else, y'all? If y'all want to, like, quickly put on makeup, Laura Mercier's, like, tinted moisturizer. Yes. And then I add, like, a dot of, like, MAC just to kind of whatever. And I just um, put on uh, the Queen Collection bronzer. And then um, just a little cargo under my eyes. And then I just do my brows. And then, you know, this stuff sometimes. But, like, that's it. Like, I don't, that's all I do. You look so. good. Thanks. And you can go on sugarberry.com to see my makeup artist, which she tells you to use, because that's all the stuff. But I will also get you guys the cleansing products I got. Yeah. The name. Bahamas. I'm like, that sounds exclusive. Like, I right. know. It's like this small company. Like, it's a small Black-owned company that creates these products and especially for people with acne or anything like that like they have other products but like it feels very refreshing so we'll see how it goes yes put us on because I learned recently that apparently when you get into your 30s that a lot of women experience adult acne which like who knew that that was a thing so now that's my new life struggle is like so I'm a, I, you gotta you gotta send that to us because I want to try it out yeah I sure will I sure will it's three easy products so um yeah I hope that helped Dang. And your brows oh. are forever flawless, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your brows are flawless. Girl, I have to, no, because in the 90s, what I did was when I was in school, I plucked them so bad that they were, remember skinny brows were in? 
Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that is an OG drugstore of black women queen collection. Yes. And I order it every, I try to find it everywhere and just grab a bunch. Cause I'm like, they're gone. Literally um, when they pulled that for the show, there was like this gap. I was too young to wear makeup at the time. But there's this gap. I was like, what's happening? My mom was like, they took it away. What's going on? She went everywhere, every drugstore, records, CVS, Rite Aid. Girl, girl, I had to go online. Yes, I love Tatcha too. Um, (laughs) A great line. Yes, the truth. So I just bought a bunch of them and keep them and use them. But it's like simple, simple products, super easy products. Um, And I just love trying new things too, like lotions and, you know, like I use everything from like Lubriderm to like cocoa butter. You know what I mean? I don't know, just very easy breezy. Heels, yes, heels is a good one too. What type of type of skin do I have? I have combination skin. So I have really um, oily skin, like right here mm-hmm. and right here. But I feel like nowadays, like I like a little glistening. Also, y'all. That's because you glisten. Girl, <laughs> you don't glisten. <laughs> My combination skin is not a glisten. <laughs> but let me tell you, if you um, hit yourself with, Anastasia has this, uh, it's like in a gold bottle. It's not expensive. It's in this gold bottle and it's this spray that you spray to set your makeup or whatever, or whatever you put on, even if you just put on the tent. And it gives you like this glow. I don't know what the heck is in this thing, but it's in there. Okay. Um, girl, I use all types of tiny. I use all types of serums. Um, I, you should just see my drawer, y'all. I just, I just love products, you know. But I can't. I have sensitive skin too, so I gotta be careful. Yeah. I love putting on those like, um, those Korean masks as well, right? Sitting in the bathtub and just like, okay. But yeah, gotta take care. But you gotta drink water too, y'all. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's the inside out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You drink like eight glasses of water a day, or no? I, I wish I could lie to you. <laughs> I, I try. I try my best. I just have a jug. Like I have literally waters, big waters everywhere to ch- just remind me. Um, and I just, I just fill them up in the morning. The first thing I do do when I get up is drink water. Like just try to chug like a big thing of water. I go for a walk. I come home. Oh my god, sleep. Yes. So if you. We just did this um, podcast with Masi um, Arias, Arias, and she's a, like, her body's crazy. Body's so crazy. Oh her body's God. insane. But she said, you know, the most important thing we can do is sleep. Like, she's like, it's no joke. Like, your body is, is trying to regenerate the things that it's lost. It's trying to heal, like, all these things. And she, so that's what made me get on a regimen to go to sleep and not be up all night. Um, cause she what said it's like, dude, cause I'm a night owl. When you said you were a night owl and you went from going to bed at 3am to 10am, I was like, child, how much melatonin did you take? Because <laughs> I don't be up till 4am, like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you this other thing, put you on. So, uh, there's this app called, uh, Breathe, B-R-E-E-T-H. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And like, they have meditation, they have, uh, stories that put you to sleep. Okay. Uh, my favorite person on there, cause her voice is not annoying is uh, Lynn Goldman. Yeah, I can't. Some of these voices, I'm like, I just can't go to sleep to your voice. So her name is Lynn Goldman. She's my favorite one. Like they have sleep stories. They have five minute wake up and rise while you're just like waking up. And as soon as I wake up, I just turn it on, just moving my body, just like trying to get up. And um, 
it's just like routines that you kind of just have to get yourself into and they're hard, but once you get it, it's like, it really does make a difference in how you feel, you know? Somebody said, what's your bedtime routine to get enough rest when you are stressed? Oh, that's from Keisha. Yeah, that, that sounds like, it seems like that Breathe app is working for you and helping with The that. Breathe app, and also like, um, so I'm all into, I just like ointments. I just like feeling like I'm doing, you know, I'd be like, like even my nails, like I put, I found these nails because, you know, we can't go get our nails done. So I use these nails from Static Nails and they're just like press on cute nails, but like, I just like things, like cute little, like this things. And so I keep um, this lavender sleep ointment next to me. So I just like put it on, put it on, put it on. Um, and I just make sure I get down by 10 o'clock. I just try. Oh yeah, you just got some static nails too, Angel? Good, because they're so cute. I put on so many people to static. I have to um, check you out. So good, so good. So yeah, I just kind of like wash my face, brush my teeth, floss, all that stuff. And then, you know, it's nice when your bed is kind of made, you know, and then I, sometimes I spritz a little like oil, you know, some like lavender oil, like spray or something, some night spray, some aromatherapy. And then I just settle in because they say if you have a routine, your body is literally like getting ready. They know it knows what it's about to do. Yeah, I have a diffuser. I like to use, I do my little lavender and my diffuser and that also before bedtime is a nice little like relaxing, gets your body in the mood. How's quarantine been with your little ones? Says asked Jillian. It's been, you know, it was, it's been up and down, but like I said, like it's been really great. She's never sees me this much. So, you know, I'm just like, let her enjoy it while she does every morning. She's like, you're going to work downstairs, you know? And so she's so happy about it. And, you know, sometimes she kind of just pokes her head in and she's like, hi. Um, she's just happy I'm home. You know, it doesn't matter what I do with her. It's just like, she's happy I'm home. You know, now we do have days where I'm like, girl, I can't. The other day she asked me, uh, she's like, mommy, can, I, can you play with me? I go, no, I can't, I, I can't. <laughs> I don't have it in me. <laughs> Oh, somebody asked for the edge control because child they are late. Okay. We need the deets. So I don't have a perm at all, right? So I learned this from this is another detail I gotta get y'all because I don't have it on here, but I went to the beauty supply store and um my hairstylist was like laying my hair down and I was like, how are you? Because my hair is huge, like new growth out. Like, my hair is huge, right? My mama calls my hair cornbread. That's what she calls it, so I get it. <laughs> well, there's growth, girl. It's beautiful. Um, so my hair is really huge. So you know what you got to do? There's this, this gel. I wish I brought it with me downstairs. There's this gel I use, but it's not, like, like sticky. But, like, I kind of just, like, layer it. Like, so I part my hair and just kind of layer it beforehand and then and then pull it up and then put it on there in this gel. And it's just literally, it's like this. It's crazy. I can't even believe it. Um, but I got to get y'all the name of that gel. You don't even it's have not- like the wave. Like my hair, like it'll lay down, but it's like, we going for a ride. Like it's, it never gets. But that's cool. No, the wave is cool. Like I have waves here. You can't see them. They're, it's wavy. I don't mind the texture. It was just like pushing it down. That, it's um, flat. Like you. I, it's okay. You, I, it, mine's is like sitting on top of my head. Like it's like. Do you, do you comb it back and then pull it? I can't even really get it back. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I, I can get it back, but it's not. 
like it just don't it's not flat like I just can't get it flat oh man I bet you I could do it <laughs> we, can, we can arrange that hold on now don't put things out if you're not trying to finish them we can arrange it <laughs> a little hairstyles to makeup artist in front of inside of me so I feel like I could do it um but yeah I'm just like I just layer it and then like that's like the trick that's it okay okay I'll be waiting on the edge control link I'll be waiting Okay. You need to send us an email with just like the list of like all the products and all the like how can we all like goals. We need we need the, the I, I need to send you guys a list so for real. Yeah, and once this is all over, once quarantine is over, I was like, just we'll about you, to say that. we'll get you in the Hearst Towers and we'll do something official. Yeah, and you can show us in person. Yes. Because <laughs> there's nothing like a tutorial in person. I'm coming up my hair just burning. like this. And I'm going to say, Tika, you said you had the gel, baby. Let's go. <laughs> well, do like a beauty day or something. And you just come in and teach us all your tips and tricks. And we just we just learn because it's hard. I, up here love, in New York. Oh, I love it. I hope it was a little helpful. Um, I, I love it. I love sharing information. Anything to make life a little easier, a little sweeter. You know, that's that's my thing. So you know, we yeah. deserve that. Exactly. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, I guess we're going to let Miss Tika go back to her adorable baby and her life and being fabulous. Thank you so yeah. much for joining us. This was so great. I literally wrote notes down of like, I was like, she said Bahamas. <laughs> I get all the products. But thank you so much for, for joining us. I hope Mixed Dish comes back, but whatever you do next, we know is going to be amazing. And this was such a pleasure. This was such a great happy hour. I almost forgot we were in a pandemic for like two months. I know. I know. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys so much. I really, I really truly appreciated this. This is like, I don't know. You know, it's like so nice sometimes to just have a shorthand and just talk. Yes. And, you know. And Christine, can you get a picture? Yeah, oh, yes. We have yeah. to do a group picture. All right. Oh so, my God, you guys, thank you. So, I see all y'all. Tommy, Kegusi, Kuspi, Nika. Can we, do, can we do one with um us and then also one with our drinks in hand, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Christine, can we get it in gallery view? So if you stop sharing the screen, then we can. Or you can even just push the screen over. There it is. The new selfie. Got it. The pandemic yeah. selfie is the Zoom selfie. There we go. Nice. Ready? Oh wait, this is without the drink or drink no oh drink. let's do the first one without the drink and then we'll do with the drink. Come on, creative yes, director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me when to say cheese. Okay. One, two, three. Cheese. <laughs> oh, we got a full camera flash. <laughs> I know we cute. I can feel it. Okay, this one with drinks, guys. Let me move my line. You know, we gotta, you know, <laughs> shout out to makers, you know, holding it down, you know. I'll count us down. Ready? One. Ready? Two. Nice. Yay. Awesome. Thank you, Tika. <laughs> Thank you, Tika. You're so sweet. Thank you. This was yeah. Thank so you. fun. I can't wait to meet all of y'all. Yeah. I, I can't wait to grace recover. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 It can happen. Period. Period. And that's on what? Period. And that's on who? That's on everything. That's it. I love that. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you. Bye. This is great.